guys, welcome back to my podcast. I'm Yasmin, and today I'll be giving you some tips on how to study the Bible. If you're someone who doesn't study because you just don't know how to begin, trust me, I've been there, then this episode is definitely for you, and it's no coincidence that you're listening. I trust that God has each of you here listening for a reason. I hope and pray that this is beneficial to you. So, before I start with the tips, I wanted to share about my Bible studying journey, and maybe you can relate to my story. So I'm not sure if I've mentioned this. I was raised as a Christian, but I wasn't devoted and committed as I am now. Now, I'm not going to say I'm like 110% devoted, but I'm definitely way more than I was before. So I did have a King James Version Bible that I would rarely ever read. Honestly, I only used it when I wanted to look up a verse, which was rare. I didn't study it at all because first of all, It was hard to understand. It was like written in old English language, like language that is not how we talk, you know? And second, I thought every part was boring except the book of Revelations because it spoke of the future. I guess you could say in those times, I was one of those Christians who would sometimes post a Bible verse on social media, but my life didn't exactly reflect Jesus. Christianity at that time for me was just a minor thought in my head. Now, I'm not going into detail about my journey to actually seeking Jesus in this episode, perhaps maybe another one, but there came a day where I told myself, you can't just put your faith on the sidelines. You can't be a lukewarm Christian. You're either in or you're out. You can't proclaim yourself as a believer and not do anything to grow your faith. And that includes actually reading the word of God, the Bible. How can I grow my knowledge in something when I don't even bother to take the initiative to learn more? And I wanted to not only grow my faith, but to actually deepen my understanding in the Bible, the stories, the messages, the lessons. Why did God leave all this behind? What did he want us to learn from each part of the Bible? I also had many questions. People will tell you one thing, TV will say another. You don't even know the answer to some of these questions that you have about the Bible and God and everything. And I thought the only way to actually know the truth is for me to study it myself and through God and prayer. I know I'll be revealed the answers. Then one day in 2015, I stepped into a half-price bookstore seeking a Bible, and God provided one. I found an English Standard Version Bible, which is basically um, a different version of the Bible that's just written in more simple modern English for me to understand it. Then, after that, I went to another store, got a couple supplies, and I was just ready to get started. I was so eager to begin and finally commit myself to the Word. Now, one important thing to remember is if you decide to study the Bible, remember. And if you take anything away from this episode, it is this. It is not about finishing it. It is not about how fast you can get through it. Believe me, I've been there. I've had that mindset. And this just sets you up and you will probably not gain the knowledge that you seek that way. Your goal should be things like, gaining knowledge in the word of God, spending time with God, growing your faith and relationship with Jesus. Reading the Bible is a lifetime commitment. I feel like that is something that you do your whole life as a Christian. It's not something that you do in a couple weeks, a couple months, and then you're done and that's it and you never read it again. No, it is something that I truly believe studying the Bible is an essential thing we as Christians should be doing. I'm gonna pull up some Bible verses that I found Um, to support this evidence that we should, as Christians, be seeking the Word of God, which is the Bible. So give me one moment. So I'll start with Matthew 4, 4. 
But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. 2 Timothy 3.16 All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. Joshua 1.8 This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Romans 15.4 For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. Colossians 3.16 Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Proverbs 2 my son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is the shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the path of justice and watching over the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice and equity, every good path, for wisdom will come into your heart and knowledge will be pleasant for your soul. Okay, so I got my Now Bible in 2015 at that Half Price Bookstores and throughout all these years up until now, it's the one that I use to study. And guess what? I have yet to finish reading the whole thing. I tell you this because yes, life gets busy and there were times I couldn't study it, but I also sometimes would spend an hour studying just a couple of verses. It isn't a race to hurry up and finish. I truly want to understand the messages that God left for us. And trust me, I know being realistic, there will be days, maybe weeks, months, where you just can't study the Bible. Life, family, work, our nature to put other things above reading the Bible, I get it. We're not perfect, but you know what? God loves us regardless, and trust me when I say that when you finally do have time and you pick up that Bible, I believe that God is overjoyed. And even if you can't spend an hour or 30 minutes reading the Bible, I believe even reading just a couple verses will be beneficial. There's been times when all I needed was just a couple verses and it truly brought me peace. It helped me with my situation. It just elevated my spirit and Trust me, God knows your situation and, and he knows just how to bring you peace. You just have to seek it. And like I said, sometimes just a couple of verses will help. And I'm not saying all the time. Sometimes you'll read a couple of verses and you won't really feel that connection or anything coming from it. But sometimes it really, really does. And you just never know when it's going to help you. Now, I'm still learning this, but try to read the Bible because you want to and not because you feel guilty or like you have to. This is something I'm still learning because sometimes I sit and read the Bible because I feel like I have to. And I guess it's kind of been like a conviction of mine to where I can't really be doing other things throughout the day or during my breaks, like taking pictures for Instagram or just going through social media before I actually read the word of God. Because the word of God is so much more important than social media. And then, you know, there are times where I actually actually want to read the bible because i just want to feel that peace of god i want to um you know grow my knowledge and all that so with all that being said let's start on the bible studying tips number one 
set a time and day and make it a routine. And I know this is easier said than done and no, you're not gonna show up every single time and that's okay. But try to give yourself a time and day that you feel like you have some free time, even if it's 30 minutes. It could be at night before you go to bed. It could be in the morning as soon as you wake up. It could be like if you're using a Bible app on your phone during lunch break at work. Just find a time and day that works best for you and just try to stick to that. And little by little, the more you do it, it becomes a routine. It becomes a habit. It becomes like a second nature. So tip number two is to pray before you study the Bible and pray after you study the Bible. Before I study the Bible or do these podcast episodes, I try to do like a quick prayer. And what I pray for is I pray that God enlightens me, gives me wisdom. I pray that his word speaks to me. Um, With the episodes, I always pray that this speaks to you guys and that this blesses someone, people out there listening. Usually when I read the Bible, it's in the afternoon. And after I read it, I usually just pray that God helps me to apply what I read to my life. And I also just pray for the day, you know, like let me have a good day with my baby and let us, you know, take care of my husband and my family while they're at work or wherever they may be. Tip number three is distractions. If you have a physical Bible, please leave your phone in another room. You do not need it. It's trust me, if you get notification, something you're gonna be like, oh, just a second, I'll just look at my phone real quick. No, you're being distracted. It's not important right now. You're spending time with the word of God and that's who you should be giving your attention to. When I read the Bible, I like to put like relaxing music, which is kind of like the next tip. My tip number four is the music. I like to put relaxing music on my phone so that I can focus and feel relaxed but when I do that I try to put my phone like across the room that way it's not just next to me now if you are using like a bible app I would recommend maybe turning off your notifications you also might want to study your bible in a peaceful and quiet environment maybe not somewhere where it's a bunch of noise I mean if you can filter that noise out then yes totally go for it but if you're someone who gets easily distracted by minor things around you then I I highly suggest just find a quiet environment your home bedroom um, if you're at a workplace in your car maybe somewhere where you can be free of distractions and you can focus in the word of God Tip number five is the type of Bible that you have can better help you understand the word of God. So earlier in the episode, I've mentioned King James Version Bible, English Standard Version, and some of you are probably like, what is that? I don't even know the difference. Well, basically, the original scriptures were written in three languages, Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. Now, throughout the generations, it has been translated different languages and different versions so that modern society could better understand it. At one point, it was translated into English that people at that time understood, which is what I would what I refer to as Old English because it's English that's not really how people talk nowadays. It's kind of like using words like thou and thy. That's how they talked back in the day. So that's when it was translated that way. Nowadays, some people still read those Bibles, those versions, but I just, I didn't connect with it. I wasn't understanding it. So I decided to opt for something else. Now, the English Standard Version is basically your standard English language. It's very easy to understand because it's language that we use nowadays. There's other versions. I'm not really familiar on how different they are. This is just what I know about these two versions. Now, some of you are probably thinking, so wouldn't some words get lost in translation? Wouldn't some words be translated incorrectly, therefore making the message different than what it originally was? And yes, that could be the case in some verses. 
But my tip for you guys on that would be maybe buy yourself two different versions of the Bible and compare the verses. And on top of that, maybe do some research on some words, like research translation for the word kingdom in Greek. And then it'll, you know, Google will tell you the translation in Greek and Hebrew and on all that. And you can make your judgment and see what the best, you know, what was the message God was trying to say in that verse. Tip number six is supplies. This is what I was talking about when I had gone to the store after I got my Bible. Then afterwards, I got me some supplies. So these are things that I highly recommend, but you don't need. But I highly recommend them because it helps a lot with your Bible studying journey. And it's definitely helped me a ton. So you definitely need a journal, a journal for your notes, a journal for your thoughts, your prayers. You need a bookmark, highlighters to highlight things in the Bible and in your journal. And if you are creative and like cutesy little stuff like me, maybe some color pencils and stickers and um, markers. Tip number seven, so with your highlighters, you can just use a regular yellow highlighter to highlight important verses if you want. But I actually have a system with my highlighters. I color coordinate, every color is a different kind of verse. Highlighted in pink are my favorite verses. Highlighted in yellow are important topics. Highlighted in orange are warnings. Highlighted in green are commands. And highlighted in blue is future things. So that is the system that I use with my highlighters. Now with like the stickers, I bought like this pack of like faith stickers from Hobby Lobby. And I do have a creative mindset. I like to doodle things in my journal. I don't just write what I learned. I draw things, you know, things that I read with imagery. Jesus speaks a lot in metaphors and parables and I like to draw those things so that helps me to see the message better. The stickers are just kind of extra. They sometimes have like arrows or like a shape of a book. And then my color pencils are just to color in whatever I draw. Tip number eight, so you're basically wondering, okay, I'm studying the Bible, what am I supposed to write down? You can write down a verse that you highlighted and maybe put a little note on how you can apply that to your life. You can draw, like I said, you can draw a picture of something metaphorical that is written, the bread and the fish. I actually drew that out. I drew like bread, fish, and a baskets and like, you know, some people. So there's drawing pictures, writing your favorite verses. How can you apply those verses to your life? Do little prayers there. Talk to God in your journal. Whatever you feel in your heart, you need to tell God. Just write it down. There is also this method that some people use. I don't use it, but there is this method that some people use to study their Bible. It's called the SOAP method. So the S stands for scripture. Write out a verse or passage of scripture that appeals to your heart. The O stands for observation. What stood out to you about this verse? Were there any commands or instructions? What is the author saying? The A is application. How can you apply this verse to your life today? How can you live in light of this truth? And the P is for prayer. Turn these thoughts into prayer. Ask the Lord to show you how to meditate on and apply the scripture to your life. So every time you study the Bible, just do this method, the SOAP method, and you can just always look it up Google it, Bible studying soap method, and you'll find like visuals and stuff. So what I basically do is if I read factual things, I kind of write it down. Verses that I found important or that spoke to me, I write them down. I highlight them. I do a little bubble around it. Sometimes I draw little pictures, visuals of parables and stuff like that. Sometimes I'll write down a little prayer at the bottom or I'll just speak to God using my journal and I know this sounds crazy and I'll leave this for another episode but one time you guys I was literally writing something down in my journal just talking to God and 
like one thing that I wrote down, I literally felt like it wasn't me who was writing it. I felt like it was God writing it for me. And it was just the craziest thing. I'll talk about it in another episode. But you know what? Sometimes I don't even do any of that. Sometimes I write down like one little thing that I read in the Bible. And sometimes I don't write anything at all. You know, it just depends. All right, tip number nine is if you ever stumble upon a passage or something where you're so confused and you want to gain more information, Google it and try to use websites that have a good reputation. One that I always like to use is gotquestions.org. Um, there's a couple of other websites that you can do your research and see which ones are legitimate. Sometimes all I need is an l- explanation from like a pastor or something, which I usually find online. And it helps me to understand what I just read. And sometimes I don't find answers. And what I do is I put like a big old question mark I write in my Bible. When I come back to it, I can do research again and maybe I'll be revealed what it means. Tip number 10, and it's actually the one tip that I did before I started any of this, is to watch YouTube videos on how to study the Bible. You know, I'm giving you my tips, but there's people out there that have other tips that could be beneficial to you and could speak to you as well. So definitely watch YouTube videos and look up Bible studying tips, hacks, and things like that. So as I'm editing this episode, I realized that I completely forgot to mention an important tip, which I know a lot of you are probably wondering, and that is exactly how to read the Bible or where to begin in the Bible. A lot of people like to start in Genesis and then they lose interest. It's happened to me before. So I opted for a different study plan. And you can just Google um, you can just Google Bible study plans and it'll give you the order that you should read your Bible. And of course, there's different plans you can look at. The one that I follow is I started with the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And then I work my way through the New Testament and then it kind of makes me bounce back and forth to the Old Testament and then the new one. And then I go back to the Old Testament. That is the plan that I am following. And I feel like it's been working really, really well for me because back then I would just, I started at Genesis and I would lose interest, you know, once they started mentioning numbers and it was just so confusing and I I just was not interested. So my tip for you guys is to look up Bible study plans and see what order you should go in, what book sh- what book you should start with. And like I said, I started with the four Gospels, and I feel like that's a good place to start. The four Gospels, work your way through the New Testament, and then go back to the Old Testament. Alright guys, my baby woke up from his nap, so I gotta wrap this up. Thank you guys so much for listening and sticking around. Let's end with a prayer. Father, I pray that this message speaks to the listeners, provide for them a Bible and time for them to be able to study the word. I pray that you impart in them your wisdom and knowledge and understanding the Bible and your messages. I pray that they continue to grow their faith in you. Use this podcast to bless others. I pray for all of the listeners, including myself, to have a great day and bless us and thank you for all that you do. In Jesus' name, amen.